there is uh, a move in the retail space today that's fairly mixed, but Best Buy strength, let's go back to where we started this morning as we close up, because that to me is kind of a bright light, which is telling us that we actually have some buying power left for some expensive stuff over the next couple months. Exactly, and within Best Buy's earning, we saw that earnings, we saw that particularly when it comes to the electronics. That demand actually held up to those expectations, and we saw that shares today, they're up probably around 8% by now on those better than expected earnings. The company did see some sort of inflationary pressures restricting consumers' pockets, but on a whole, this stock and the uh, company earnings were better than feared. Uh, we'll say that. We're just going to really, that's really the theme here. Yeah. Better than feared, uh, better than the worst that could happen. The company also resumed its share buyback program. The company sticks to its holiday quarter spending, or outlook rather, which is a good thing that it didn't have to revise it down. But you can see where earnings per share lined up above expectations as well as revenue. But when we look into more details, we saw that comp sales for enterprise was down 10.4%, domestic comp sales down 10.5%, domestic comp online sales down 11.6. Another narrative there of them being better than feared. But going forward, the company is expecting a full year comp sales decline of about 10%. Hmm. And Best Buy did give a little bit of a warning in this earlier this year um, so that it's not a huge surprise. Um, but my guess is that people are liking that it's not as bad as analysts expect. And they like that the company was able to reinstate its share buyback program. This is why I like this stock as a sort of microcosm of the broader market. I do think it epitomizes this kind of uh, in-between spot we're in right now. Mm -hmm. Things aren't terrible. Things have definitely slowed down, yeah. though. Best Buy, after an 11.5% rally, right now is just uh, barely crossing over where it was at their last earnings report in mm -hmm. September. It has a long ways to go to repair the declines from a year ago, but coming in better than expected and being able to hold and admittedly shaky guidance is enough for a little bit of a relief rally. And that's kind of what we're trying to figure out with the whole market overall, which is, is this just a relief rally or is this going to be a start of a bigger move? Companies on the flip side, like the dollar store, suggest it's still going to be very complicated because these were winners, and today Dollar Tree is getting hammered. It is. So this one is really interesting to me because it's got, you've got Dollar Tree and Family Dollar tied up in it. That's now, right. I did not know that it's two completely different crowds when it goes to Dollar Tree and, oh, Do yeah. and Family Dollar. Oh, you walk in the wrong store, you're, you're going to be <laughs> you're gonna be short two bucks, I know from experience. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, the Dollar Tree is no longer the Dollar Tree, it's the Dollar Twenty Five. $3 right. and $5 tree. That's and that's right. where the company was able to make its money by boosting some of those prices. So while Dollar Tree made money by boosting prices, Family Dollar made money by cutting prices. Two completely demographics, apparently. Dollar Tree is more for the middle-income suburbanites who need to spend uh, money on discretionary items like party planning things. Um, but folks who go to Family Dollar, it's lower-income consumers seeking their essentials for them. Yeah. 
there. Yes. And so that's why Family Dollar was able to make money on the way down, Dollar Tree on the way up. But during the quarter, we also saw that all of this really did help both sides improve gross margins. Um, Dollar Tree improved it by about 5.2% versus last quarter. And we can see that net income also came in 23% above beating expectations for Dollar Tree. Family Dollar, on the other hand, it did see growth in same store traffic. And that's where we found the trouble. While, the, while these companies made more money, they were able to beat the expectations on earnings uh, per share and revenue, they saw less foot traffic. And that's where you see the Walmarts and the Targets beating them because there are more uh, people going to it. And so the analysts that have been interviewed or even in this really cool uh, Wall Street Journal article that I just read not too long ago about it, they're saying, yeah, this is good that price tweaks have been made, right? But the fact that the uh, foot traffic isn't there makes mm. it less sustainable. Mm. It's interesting, it's fascinating how the minutia is really showing up to every penny mm -hmm. in the discounters, even within themselves. Yeah. That marginal difference of consumer and what they're looking for. We saw it big picture, Walmart went up, Target went down, mm -hmm. and now within a different bracket of uh, pricing points, there is still some variance here. I think it's a really powerful statement about how specific this market is being right now. It's not giving out freebies by any means, mm -mm. but neither is Dollar Tree. No, <laughs> because it's not the Dollar Tree anymore. That's right. <laughs> okay, uh, the other big winning section today we should give some attention to. Crude oil's back up. A bunch of stocks in the leadership board today are energy companies. I think this is still generally relief trade. Yesterday, people were happy that there's not some new supply coming online. Yes, they are. And so yesterday, Saudi Arabia came out and denied those reports that there was going to be a production increase. In fact, today, uh, Prince Abdulaziz uh, bin Salman did come out and say that, oh, in fact, a production cut may be um, in order for OPEC and its allies pretty soon. Now, Brent, Brent crude futures higher on the day, um, as as far up as $81 a barrel and above. Energy stocks also rallying. And Citigroup, in fact, is upgrading. It upgraded BP to a buy, saying that oil and gas stocks still have some appeal to the investor. And that's because uh, they're considered a safe haven right now. Um, even though some energy equities are at their high points, at their all-time highs. Now, this meantime, one thing that's going to prove the um, conversation about oil stockpiles, tomorrow we see the EIA report coming out, and the Wall Street Journal had a survey that forecast an 800,000 barrel decline mm. in crude oil stockpiles. If they continue to decline at this rate, what will happen? Right, is this just a story we pushed off for a little bit? If the consumption's gonna be there, um, then maybe we'll, we'll see eventually Saudis put some more in the market, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions about that consumption with China's reopening so iffy and stuff, but exactly. uh, I like the context, really good context for tom tomorrow, the EIA, the demand expected to come in. Great yeah. stuff, appreciate Renita Thank Young. You. Nice work, and it started here.